Thanks for joining us today as you listen to a portion of a message recorded at Vine Life Church in Boulder, Colorado. If you'd like to connect with us further, you can visit us online at www.vinelife.com. Now, I'm just going to reinforce something. Thank you. You may be seated. The Lord uh, prompted me with a scripture this morning, and I won't have time to share this at the end like I thought I would because we got into so much ministry. But I want to just say this before Pastor Andre and his wife, Doreen, and uh, before us here at Vine Life. Uh, The scripture in Isaiah 60 says, Arise, shine, your light will come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Uh, For behold, darkness will cover the earth, and deep darkness the peoples. But the Lord will rise upon you, and his glory will appear upon you. And then it says, And nations will come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. When the Lord prompted me with that scripture, I realized that I was not telling Pastor Andre anything new. This, it, he knows this. But as he comes into this house, we bless what the Lord has put on this man to the nations. That the glory of the Lord that's on him will continue and increase and expand to the nations. Do you agree with that word? So I'm going to ask Doreen to join us. And, uh, actually, we can join her down here. So she doesn't have to negotiate these steps. And you know how we do it here at Vine Life. I need a little bit of help. Some of you, come on, help me out. I just want to pray this blessing on them again and reaffirm this again. That uh, as they leave here, they leave with this house's blessing in agreement with the Father that the calling of God that's on them, the glory of the Lord that rests upon them is going to shine to the nations and kings will come before them and they will have influence in nation after nation after nation. Already that influence is now increasing and will increase and we pray in agreement together that what you have put on them, the calling that's on them, the anointing that's on them is going to increase and expand and even more countries, more nations are going to come under the influence of the gospel and the word of the kingdom because of their ministry. We we just speak blessing and increase. Do you agree with that? Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for praying. Good morning, everybody. Um, It's a great privilege for us to be here today. A great privilege to be with Walt and Joyce, Pastor Walt. He's been really, truly a dear friend um, over the years. Um, Has joined us many times in parts of Africa. And uh, has been teaching pastors in countries of Burundi, Rwanda, Democratic Republic of Congo, and Uganda. Um, and it's just such a, a pleasure, such a joy to serve together in the kingdom of God. Um, we love them. We love Vine Life. Vine Life has uh, also over the years just become a, a very special um, church for us or a, a body of, of uh, believers. Um, we often tell each other, 
if ever we ended up in this part of the world again, this would be our church. So um, watch out what you pray for. <laughs> we, we would really come and join you. Our hearts are here, and uh, we realized how God has, has knit us together, brought us together, also for His purpose. Um, that is ongoing. We often see each other still. I hope later in this year, uh, Pastor Walt will join us again in Rwanda, the country that uh, Willie comes from, and uh, that we will be able to share together and to teach together. So um, let me just also say a word of thanks from uh, AFMAN, the side of AFMAN. AFMAN stands for Africa Ministries Network, um, started in 1992, and uh, is ongoing, uh, operating in 17 different countries of Africa. Uh, we also started some programs in Europe, in Paris and in Brussels. Um, but uh, a ministry that uh, God has raised up and has blessed and has kept going up to this day, partly uh, because of people like yourselves that have been supporting the work. So on behalf of AFMAN, on behalf of uh, Dr. Chris DeVette, our CEO, he's also in the U.S. Uh, just a warm thank you for everybody that's been standing behind us in prayer, that's been supporting us, uh, supporting the pastors in the field uh, financially. There are some members of Vine Life that have been contributing um, like $29 a month to help a pastor being trained in Africa. Um, so on behalf of them... Uh, thank you very, very much. May God bless you. May God multiply your gift uh, also in his kingdom and in your own private life. Um, it's been just such a blessing to walk uh, together with, with you as a church family. Um, just to give you a brief uh, background, we train pastors and full-time workers in Africa uh, primarily. Uh, they follow a four-year curriculum, 32 subjects. And they complete those in four years' time and then graduate. While they are studying, they remain in their workplace. They, they, uh, Athman started as a ministry to people that could not afford to go to university or to a college somewhere else. And uh, it was started as an informal program to help those in their workplace, in their ministry, to train them and help them and equip them. So they do this in a four-year span, then graduate and continue in uh, their ministry. We work mainly in four languages, English, uh, the, the primary, and then French, uh, the French countries of Africa, Portuguese-speaking countries, and then Swahili in a number of countries. And then like Rwanda, uh, we translate the material into Kine Rwanda, the language of Willy, Willy and Antoinette, um, and we do that in Madagascar and some other countries as well. So it's just been a blessing to uh, be able to connect and to work with so many um, people that, that have been called to work in the kingdom of God and to see the church being blessed and to be blessed, of course, um, ourselves. So um, just to come back to Vine Life, Vine Life is not just special for us or to us, um, over the years, we've been working or walking with you, even though we've not been here. But regularly, we pray for you at home and in, in where we are in Belgium. And I remember very clearly how God impressed on my heart that Vine Life was not just a local church, but Vine Life was like a city on a hill. 
and the light that emanates, that goes from here, is shining wide and far. And um, Vine Life is not just a local church. It's, a, it's, not, it's also not a community church. It's a church that God has raised up into another dimension. Uh, if I could call it that, an international dimension. And um, it's, it's unique. The gifting, the people, the ministry, the calling, the capacities, the capabilities of Vine Life. Um, even now, as we speak, 30-odd members of this church is in Brazil uh, ministering and, and doing the work of the kingdom. Uh, in Africa, uh, Pastor Walt is so respected. He's one of the most influential speakers that we've brought, uh, that have come with us from the USA in Africa. He doesn't know it, but um, often people would come to me, ask about where are they? When is he coming back again? We've been so blessed, and he's, he's made such an impact wherever he's been ministering with us in Africa. And, and you know more about his connection with Willie and with Rwanda and so, so, so forth. But um, it has been just such a blessing to see how God has used Vine Life. And I, I believe Vine Life is more like a um, distribution center for the kingdom of God. Um, and, you know, with that comes a bigger responsibility. We're not just responsible for our community, for Long Mountain Boulder and, and, and whatnot. God has placed Vine Life in a unique position. I believe that with all my heart. And God is using this ministry. And, and maybe many more will go out from here. Maybe never return. Maybe they'll just go and not come back. Uh, but in the work of God, in the kingdom. And how blessed are we today as a body of Christians, as a corporate body of Christians, to see how God has placed his hand on this church and on this ministry uh, and has, has used it up to now. And I think it's just the beginning. Amen. It's just the beginning. And now, uh, from the bottom of our hearts, uh, may God bless you. Uh, thanks for being a blessing to us and to Afman. And we will surely uh, continue to, to pray for you and to keep you in our hearts uh, wherever uh, we may go. Um, I would like to just show you a few uh, photos of you know, just a, a kind of a variety of photos and uh, just talk through those briefly and then continue uh, with what I have on my heart. Thanks um, for putting those up there. There's the continent of Africa. I got a laser pointer. Um, I say this because the first service I didn't have it. And I stood here with my finger, but I couldn't, couldn't get there. So thanks for helping me. There's the Republic, Democratic Republic of Congo. Uh, we have four programs in, in that nation. We have a program in that nation there. That's the small Brazzaville Congo. And then there is the country of Burundi. And there, the little yellow country is Rwanda. And there is Uganda. Those are the... Uh, nations that we are primarily traveling in and working in and where Pastor Walt has also been with us. Uh, that's Pastor Willie's country right there. Sure. Um, uh, Kigali, the capital, uh, where uh, Willie is stationed and where their home is and, and so forth, their ministry. Um, the other nations would be more south to the south, English-speaking, Portuguese-speaking, and, of course, the Swahili uh, nations and those are being governed or being serviced from our um, staff in South Africa. They work from there uh, into those nations. So, just to give you a little background, if we go to the next uh, slide, uh, 
That's Burundi program. I was teaching there a couple of years ago. Uh, Afman Burundi. Um, there's Pastor Walt in Burundi with um, Pastor Jeremy with the red shirt. He's the uh, president of our local committee in Burundi, in Bujumbura. Pastor Walt and myself visited their home and we spent a night, uh, an evening having a meal and then the kids performed something and we spent the night. Uh, I remember well that specific night we were eaten by mos- mosquitoes. Um, if you prayed, you would pray for blessing from above and blessing from beneath because uh, they kind of focus on your ankles and uh, you get home and you just kind of bitten all over. But in any case, a beautiful family in Burundi. This is also Burundi, uh, the graduation that took place a year and a half ago. Um, let me point out somebody. We have a number of women in our program, men and women. It's a mixed group. Uh, that lady over there, she's the current first lady of Burundi, married to the, uh, the president of the, the nation. Uh, and I'll tell a little bit more about her uh, just uh, uh, in a few in a few minutes. Um, that's in Rwanda, in Kigali. Also, just a number of ladies. We took a picture just with Doreen, my wife, and uh, another American lady standing to the right there. She's from Moab, not far from here, in Utah, and serving with us. Um, but also with the graduation that took place in Kigali. That's the Kigali program. Pastors and workers together being taught. Uh, over a five-day period, and we do that multiple times a year, have them face-to-face with uh, teaching. And that is what I call Ed and the gang. Um, You'll recognize them. (laughs) Uh, That photo was taken uh, in Brussels, uh, in the airport. Uh, They were with uh, Pastor Walt traveling to Africa or from Africa, and they passed by, uh, David was there as well. They passed by uh, and stopped over in Belgium and ministered to the Flemish churches in Belgium um, with huge impact. Up to this day, they talk about how God blessed that group in the prayer times and the counseling times. So this was just another Vine Life uh, outreach um, that was, was really uh, significant um, in Brussels. That's another graduation in Kinshasa, the big Democratic Republic of Congo country. That was their graduation last year. Ah, that's um, Air Burundi. Airplane with, um, I don't, won't say too much about that, but you have to have a good stomach. Um, when you're in Africa in summertime and the storms are there, they kind of seek their way, the gaps in the clouds, you know, to find their way. But this is what we, thanks uh, for the photos. That's what we, I won't mention the other plane we traveled in. That'll, um, that'll take us some time. Um, but um, it has been just wonderful and a huge privilege and a blessing to be able to serve God with so many wonderful men and women of God of other nations. Uh, in the end, ultimately, we are in the same kingdom. Um, we may differ as far as language and culture and our ways of doing things, uh, but um, God has only one nation, those that are washed in the blood of Jesus Christ, those that stand uh, righteous because of his righteousness, uh, saved because of salvation that he brought. 
Uh, how fantastic, how wonderful. Uh, allow me just to, uh, where are they? Jay and Lisa, thank you for being here. Dear friends that God has given us also in the USA. I think they came this morning. Oh, there they are. May God bless them as well. Um, just being with us uh, this morning. But what a privilege to serve God, uh, to almost forget that we are from a certain nation. You know, the time is coming when no nation will exist, only those that have believed in Jesus Christ, only the saints, only those that will stand face to face with him in his glory for eternity. And the nations would have passed on, passed away. All things would have, would have been ended. And one thing will stand, the kingdom of the living God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Sometimes I, I take time to, to read every now and again, just through, or parts of the book of Revelation, just to keep myself in the sense of the glory of God, the majesty of God, the majesty of the kingdom that we are part of. Sometimes in this old world, the dust can stick to your feet, you can get tired, you can get frustrated, and a lot of things can happen. But if we keep our our hearts and our head in the glory of God, it helps us to persevere and do what God has called us to do. Let me tell you briefly about um, the first lady of Burundi. Um, her name is Denise. Um, she uh, and her husband were in Burundi together, not saved. None of the, uh, not, uh, uh, both of them were just in the world. And then one day, her husband just disappeared. And he left her with all the children. I think they had two at that point. Uh, and he just disappeared. She didn't know where he went. He did not explain. He did not say goodbye. He just left. And um, she was confused. Uh, people had to help her to take care of her and, and, and. Uh, make a long story short, she got saved through people that shared the gospel with her. Gave her heart to the Lord, was baptized in the Holy Spirit. And uh, really started really praying and asking God to help her. And to guide her and 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 um, a certain point, um, she felt God speak to her about Paul, that was Saul, and he became Paul, and his whole life changed and um, she challenged God, she said, "Lord, if you could change Saul to Paul, you can change my husband wherever he is. In the meantime, her husband had gone into the jungles of Burundi, and he was leading a military group a rebel group fighting the current government of the day. And uh, there were many groups at that time. It was like civil war. Many people were killed. And he was just one of those roaming groups in the jungle fighting and heavily armed and, and doing the fighting. Um, as his wife prayed, God started dealing with him in the jungle. And he started uh, feeling uh, and speaking to God in, in just the situation he was in. Uh, and he kind of started talking to God that he would surrender his life if God would bring him out of the jungle and spare his life and save him. In uh, the span of a number of weeks, that man was wounded, uh, and he, he lay on the bank of a river, wounded and thinking, I'm dying. And he cried out to God. He said, God, if you'll get me out of this, if you save my life, I'll surrender my life to you. I'll, I'll leave the jungle, I'll join the, the uh, government of national unity, and I'll bring my group out of the jungle and we'll seek peace. 
God spared him. God saved him. Brought him out of that. He recovered. He brought his military group out of the jungle. Joined the, the, the national unity government. And in that period, God spoke to him. And God said to him, you be the next president of your country. And uh, this guy continued serving God with his wife. Uh, continued just as one of the members of that government. With the first elections that came, he was elected president of Burundi. And he's now been elected the second term, and he's still serving as president of that country. Um, a real funny part of it, his name, uh, his last name is Nkurunsiza. It means good news. His first name is Peter or Pierre. So it's Peter good news. <laughs> and he's leading the nation of Burundi as their president. As a couple, every Sunday they have a prayer meeting in the presidential palace, in the presidential home. They invite church leaders and people to come pray with them for their nation and for the surrounding nations and for the world. Uh, they organize crusades, they help the church, and they have just been a blessing to that part of, of Africa. They not, the, the, the president himself, I've not been there where they are praying, but they say he dances and he jumps and he praises God. He's not ashamed to worship God and to come out for what he believes and his love for the Lord. Um, this year they're celebrating their 50th anniversary of independence. Um, and they do it primarily or mainly through the churches in celebration, in thanking God for his goodness, for his grace, organizing campaigns and crusades and so forth. Um, they had a preparatory uh, campaign just about six weeks ago. Somebody that was there told me, uh, we were in Burundi just about three weeks ago, um, told me about this president's wife. They had the crusade during the evening, ended the crusade, people went home. She came back middle of the night and spent the night in prayer in that stadium without the crusade, praying for the nation, praying for the continuation of the crusade. Single lady on her knees, wife of the president, seeking God to bless their nation and to bless the nations of the world. I tell you, God, there's no limit to what God can do or wants to do through a single human being. And it's a challenge I want to put before you this morning. God uh, is looking for men and for women to anoint and to send out and to use for his purposes. The Bible talks about David, King David of Israel. He served in his lifetime the purposes of God. He was, he was surrendered to God. And God could use him for his plan and for his purposes. And so God is looking for men and women today that he would anoint, that he would send out, that he would use, that he would bless, so they would be a blessing in this world. And uh, we are together this, this morning. You know yourself, I know myself. We know our, our way before the Lord. We know the way we've come, our history. Everything is clear. But we stand uh, as individuals before God. And somebody said, God does not revive uh, a place. God does not revive a territory. Um, you know, often we pray. We say, Lord, send revival to Longmont. Send revival to, uh, to Brazil. Send revival to South Africa. Send revival. God does not revive a place. God revives a people, a man and a woman. A.W. Tozer, a well-known American uh, evangelist, preacher of the, the last century, he said, uh, God does not revive 
mice, a mouse. God does not fill a rabbit with his Holy Spirit. God is looking for a man and a woman that would stand up and would surrender their life uh, to him. Those would be the ones that God would, would anoint and would use and would make a blessing to the nations of the world and to salvation of many. Today we are here. Some of us have, have accepted Jesus as our Savior. We know we are saved. We are in the kingdom. Uh, we know we are blessed. We know God is there. He listens to us. And, and sometimes we just cruise along, almost like on speed control. You know, we're happy. Thank God for our church. Thank God for our home. Thank God for our family. And we just cruise along. Um, and, and yet, some parts of our life might be uh, unsurrendered, might be in our own control, in our own hands. And God is challenging us. Uh, as I prepared for these meetings, God clearly spoke to me to challenge us on surrendering our life uh, into his hand so he could uh, fulfill his purpose with us as individuals. And this is not just about a family, uh, a couple. It's about individual lives. You know your own heart. I know my own heart uh, where we stand. And God is calling us. And if A.W. Tozer spoke about mice and about rabbits, he's not talking about animals. He's talking about uh, men and women that would not have the courage to surrender their life to God. That would maybe be fearful and would hold back and would keep back and say, Lord, you can, you can have part of my life, but not all of it. Uh, I'll give you this portion, but not, not all of it. And we tend as human beings to want to control and to want to be in control of our own destiny, of our own life, and so forth, and so forth. And today, God is looking for men and for women that would be willing to stand and to say, Lord God, here I am. I surrender my life into your hand. All I am, all I have is yours to do whatever you like. This morning we sang a song where we said, uh, Worthy is he that was slain. Worthy is the Lamb of God. And then there's a verse that says, He is my everything. And we sang it. Huh? We sang it. We sang it. You did it with me, Lord. You are everything to me. You are everything to me. But what a challenge today to surrender all of our life to the Lord. There was a time in the history, the Old Testament in 2 Kings 2, where Elijah was uh, ready to be taken up and uh, be separated from Elisha. And as it happened, Elisha was asking uh, for a double portion of the anointing that rested on, on Elijah. And as Elijah went, his mantle fell, and Elisha picked up the mantle. He went to the Jordan River, and he hit the water with the mantle, and the water parted. And then Elisha called out, and he said, Where is the God of Elijah? Where is the God of Elijah? And the God of Elijah was there. The God of Elijah is always there. He's faithful. He's God. He never changes. He's God today. He's the God of vine life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The God of Elijah. What is sometimes lacking are the Elijahs of God. The Elijahs of God. Where, where are the Elijahs of God? Where are the men and women that would stand up and say, Here I am. Here I am. Lord God, you are my creator. You are my life. You have a claim on my life. 
a full claim. Not just, not just part of me. You know, sometimes we, we sing things that are easy to sing. Uh, it's blessed. And you know, if, if we are not able to surrender all of our life to God, God does not accuse us. Does, God does not condemn us. God doesn't say you're bad or, or you, you're out of the kingdom. Um, but God wants us to surrender. That's his first choice for us. Myself, I can, I can just cruise along. I can just go for retirement. I can just say, hey, you know, I've, I've done, I've done uh, what I did. And now it's kind of time to relax and to sit back and to enjoy what life is, is offering. But for myself, I want to be surrendered up to the last day of my life, to the purpose of God for my life. He's got a claim on me more than my dear wife, more than whoever in this world. Uh, and, and I care for her, but she's second in line. God is number one. And I'm not, I'm not kind of trying to play a game in, you know, a wife going home and telling her husband, hey, you're now second. I'm now serving God, and uh, you know, forget about me, and uh, make your own food, and prepare your own meal, and 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 you know, those situations also exist. Uh, I'm talking about being wise, but walking in the wisdom of God, but being surrendered to the purposes of God. Hallelujah! God is looking for men and women like that. Um, God spoke to me the last couple of months about fear. You know, sometimes we fear. To, we fear to surrender. We fear to lose control. Uh, fear belongs to God alone. Fear is a form of worship. It's a form of bowing to something or a circumstance or an issue or whatever. Fear belongs to God alone. I've determined in my own life, I'll fear God and nothing else. Hallelujah. God is looking for people that are ready to die because they already have. Hallelujah. God is looking for men that will have courage to stand up and to say, Lord, here I am. Women that will stand up and say, Lord, here I am. Not afraid of reputation, not going after gain, not going after anything, but the favor of God. And we have his favor. We have his favor. And we can be saved. You know, there are many people that will be saved one day. They will lose their crown. They will lose a reward, but they will be saved. The Bible says it clearly in the New Testament. I'm going for whatever God has for me. I'm not going after it for the crown. Uh, in this, this morning, uh, I'm just sharing my heart with you. I want what God has for me in his plans. His purpose, whatever it will bring. Um, we sang another song this morning that was significant. We sang about um, saying yes to God and going with God. Come with me. It will be, what does it say? It will be wild. <laughs> it will be good. <laughs> and, and you'll be with me. <laughs> I'm not sure about that wild part. Uh, but it, it will be good. And, it, and I think it will be wild. Uh, and it will be with God. He will never leave us if we follow him. If we surrender our life to him. Uh, but it will also bring that which we do not always want. When Paul said yes to God. It brought persecution. It brought suffering. It brought 
sleepless nights. It brought stoning. It brought many things that Paul would not have wished on himself. Uh, but Paul said yes unto God for the calling, the purpose of God for his life. It brought him rejection. It brought him pain. It brought him suffering. But Paul ended his life. He said, I ran the race and I completed it. Hallelujah. And for me is laid away the crown of glory, the crown of victory. I would encourage you this morning. I would invite you this morning. I want to challenge you this morning. God spoke to me that there would be people that are keeping stuff, things away from God, surrendering a part of their life, but holding back, being reluctant to surrender everything. I want to challenge you to surrender your life to the purposes of God this morning. God has a plan for you. There's another song we sang. He has a plan for you. You believe it? He has a plan for you. He has a plan for you. It's not just a cliche. He's our maker. He's our creator. He's our God. He's here today. Hallelujah. If God has a claim on my finances, I want to surrender. Many Christians, many churches today, uh, and I'm not against prosperity, but there's a message preached. And it's becoming so extreme God is a God of love and he will condemn nobody. That's being said from pulpits all over the world. It's not true. There is a hell. There is condemnation. That's why Jesus suffered and died on the cross. That's why he paid the full price. To save. Hallelujah. To give eternal life. Many will give because there is a a carrot of prosperity dangled before them. And then they give. For myself, I want to ask, Lord God, help me. I want to be surrendered to you. All I have, all I am, just as I am, to serve your purposes in, in my life. And my, may God uh, help us uh, to do that. Our motive, uh, to be led by the Holy Spirit, uh, to live for the glory of God, for the salvation of people. Um, the purpose of the church, what is the purpose of the church? Salvation of people. It's not the programs primarily. It's, it's not all the plans we have. It's not the building. It's not the projects. Uh, and, and I'm not accusing anybody. I'm not, I'm not be, I don't want to be negative. Drove by a church the other day. Um, there's a gymnasium on the, on the ground. Uh, uh, it's not wrong. But where are we going? As people of God, um, what are we spending our energy on? How, uh, you know, what does it mean serving God uh, in this day and age? We've arrived in serious times of the world. Um, and I don't have to tell you that. Just watch the news. Just read your paper. Just see what's on, on your internet news. What's on the, com- the, 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 the television. We've arrived in serious times where not many people are surrendered to God. Not many people are willing to pay the price to walk in the purposes of God. May I challenge you? May I ask you the condition of your own situation, uh, your, your own heart, in, to what extent is your own heart surrendered to the purpose of God for your life? Hallelujah. Sold out. Sold out. No longer I that live, but Jesus Christ. His life in me. His purposes for me. May God bless you as you think and contemplate just uh, on 
your your own own life. Uh, people that would uh, spend time with God, learn to listen to the voice of God, learn to discern the will of God. Oh, Father God, let your will be done. As in heaven, so also in the earth, so also in my life. Amen. We can, it's easy to say, let your will be done as in heaven, so also in the earth. Mm, where in the earth? Yeah. Where? God's will for America, where is it? It's here. It's here. It's here. Hallelujah. The people of God that will hear the voice of God, that will discern the calling of God, that will walk in the Spirit, that will be encouraged, that will be strengthened, that will have wisdom, that will receive the words from Jesus and the Father. Jesus said he would bring the words from me to you. That will see the ways of God, understand the ways of God, fulfill the purposes of God. Is that your longing? Is that your desire? Is that the burning desire of your heart? That God's purpose will be fulfilled in your life. Hallelujah. God is able, God is capable, and I want to close in inviting you. Uh, We don't know the boundaries, the limits of what God can do with us and through us if we do surrender. Uh, And surely that's up to God to decide. Sometimes we think of ourselves, very little of ourselves and our own capacities. It's not about our capacities. It's about a living God that is able to do with us and through us what He purposes to do and what He's capable to do and what He's able to do. Hallelujah. doesn't matter your age. doesn't matter your background, your intellect, uh, where you've studied, your degrees, your bank account, uh, your family history. That doesn't matter. God matters. And a life surrendered unto Him. Precious unto the Lord are our lives. Holy unto the Lord are we today. We are the chosen ones, the people of God. Hallelujah. May God help us. May God help us. This morning, um, God gave me a promise um, also. And He said, if we would surrender, uh, He would deliver. And He would set free. Sometimes we fear. We say, Lord, I want to surrender a part of my life uh, to you. But what would, what would happen? What would the consequences be? Uh, how will it work? Uh, how will I untie the knots? How will I solve the issues? And we should let many of those things in the hands of God. Let God sort it out. But to have the courage to stand up and to say yes unto the Lord. It's when we stand up in courage that He empowers and that He blesses and that He anoints. Hallelujah. May God bless you as a family, as individual, as member of this wonderful church this morning. As the music is playing, uh, I would invite you, uh, if you want to come forward, I would love to pray with you. Love to ask God to lead and guide you, to help you in surrendering your life to his purposes hallelujah my young friend the best life is with God the safest place is in the presence of God and in the will of God the most secure place is in the will of God hallelujah most glorious place in this world in all our experiences 
is in the presence of God. Praise His name. For this life and for eternity. May God bless you. If you want to go, let's stand for a moment as the music plays. If you want to, this morning, come forward. Um, we would just pray as God for His purpose, His direction, His plan. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to ask Pastor Walt to uh, to join, to come with me, and we're going to pray. Start on one end. If you want to kneel down, feel free to do that. Uh, just open your heart. So there where you're standing in, in the pews, just talk to God. If there's anything, just surrender. Uh, feel free to come forward. Feel free to stay in your in your place. But surrender. Just trust Him. Just trust Him. Say, Lord God, here I am. If you've never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I would also invite you uh, to come forward and just do that. Um, accept Him as your Savior. Accept Him as the one that died for you, to save you, forgive you, cleanse you, make you a child of God. Hallelujah. Give you a future. Amen. Let us.